James, you saw, he died. <laughs> we came, you saw, he died. <laughs> Look, you saw, he died. <laughs> in your cup? <laughs> no. Cat hair, cat hair. It's everywhere all over the cup. I can't stand it. Cat dander up up in your grill. Cat, cat hair all over your grill, son. So, um, it's been a while. I was on vacation in Long Beach Island, New Jersey, so... was a, was a, quick. 30 seconds. I'll, I'll give you a 30-second gestalt of everything. Um, one week on a beautiful beach house in Love Ladies, New Jersey. Lots of beach time. We started our my wife and her family, sixteen of us in one house for a week, and oh we. Oh my god! Did you record everything? No, God, no, no. No one wants to hear like slice of life shit. I mean, video camera. Do you do video camera everything? I a couple things, a couple Ross, things. If you were real, you would have had video camera like uh, you know, like the real world set up in every bedroom, all the drama. There wasn't um, drama though. There's just we. Relaxed on a beach and drank a lot, and it was a lot of fun. And we we started trolling a restaurant there. We walked out of a restaurant, staged a walkout because they were very inflexible with the way they were seating us. So my father in law was like, "Fuck it, we're out later." And and we were like, my my wife was telling the the, the waitress, "Oh, you were gonna get a hundred dollar tip, and now you're not getting shit." Oh, geez, that sounds horrible. So, um, so there was there was only no controversy unless you had those cameras in because you would have saw who was sneaking around into each other's beds at night. <laughs> it was like an all-out key party at home at the Jamian residence in Jersey Shore. Yeah, you, you had a bunch. We had like I think there was eight little kids. So the oh, last, the gross. only sneaking in bed was to get yes, like no, that makes you guys even worse. That's gross. So the only thing that people were sneaking were to get like diapers and like bed padding or something like that. I'm, someone... sure, I'm sure there were a couple adults in the family that smoked, snuck out to smoke a few doobies like <laughs> I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the case in this family. Um, but alas, how have you been? Uh, I've been fantastic. I think I, it just made me think of, uh, I would like to introduce and play a game tonight. So remind me, we can either do it right now and we can come in off the cuff or we can add it to the back end of the show. You tell me. Do it now because if you're in hash mode, you're not going to remember what you just said. So let's just get okay. it out now. So right now I saw this and I'm getting inspired because I actually saw this on uh, somewhere on the interweb and it inspired me. So I want to do, and I'm going to write mine down, and it's going to be... Top ten things you trust more than CNN. I like it. I like it. And that's going to be a great segue into our into our, the rest of the show because what are we talking about the rest of the show? So most of the show we're going to talk about CNN is having the worst two weeks ever. Uh, we're going to talk about the the threatened doxing of a uh, 
of a meme creator because that's a normal process. Whenever you see a meme, you got to find its creator and then look at its history to see what they said. If they said the N-word the, when they were in ninth grade, then you can link that to the President of the United States. So that's how meme spelunking works, right? Um, so we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the Vatican's gay orgy sex scandal, um, which disgusts me. Um, I wish you warned me about that kind of stuff, Steve. Oh, I know, right? Well, you know, I, I, I try to do my best in pointing out the things, but, you know, sometimes I can't catch them all. Yep. Um, so Alex Jones refers to that as a failure of deployment. So we'll talk about the failure of deployment when sin runs amok in the Vatican. Um, we also, wasn't there like a couple folks get murdered in your neck of the woods? Yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, let me touch on that because I think that's freaking pretty fantastic. So I think that um, this is a, you know, geez, all these things full circle right at the very beginning. So, you know, if you know how much I feel about Ross religion and how horrible it is left, right, and center. But there are some really interesting things uh, that are in the Bible, like if you want to call it psychology things, way to live life in a practical sense uh, that kind of keeps the you know society from tipping too crazy, right? Um, and, and one thing is, thou shalt never covet thy neighbor's wife, right? Is that one of the Ten Commandments that Moses handed down to his people? It sure is. You can't covet thy neighbor's wife, can't touch your butt. So you can't cover the neighbor's wife. You can definitely, no doubt, suck the little neighbor's kid's dick, but no chance you can cover the wife. But what happened up here in Madison, Maine, apparently, was uh, a guy realized and recognized that his wife was cheating on him with the guy up the street, apparently, as the story goes. So uh, 7.30, uh, July 5th, the day after celebrating, 4th of July, uh, he shows up at his house where his wife, uh, his son, and uh, I guess a brother-in-law of the wife was helping her move out of the house. And he just showed up, rolled in, pulled out a gun, shot his wife, shot his son, killed them both right there, uh, shot the uh, wife's brother-in-law, I believe, and he's in the hospital and thinks he's going to survive. And then he got in his car, drove down the road to where the guy was that was sleeping with his wife, shot him, and killed him uh, with two shots and made it personal, and then wait, uh, went home and waited for the county uh, sheriffs to show up where he got into a gunfight with them and lost. Good God. So what's the moral of the story, Ross? Don't, take out of it. There's always going to be a moral to the story. Right. Don't covet thy neighbor's wife. Right. God, it's simple. And even as a non-biblical person, I can I can come to terms with that. Even you, a heathen like you, can recognize that. Even a heathen like me can recognize that. That is a good thing for society. So that let that be a lesson to all those out there cheating on their wives or husbands. You're going to get shot. Is what the, is what the let the lesson here is. So on a lighter note, Ross. On a lighter note, and then I'll let you take it away. So I'm going to give you. We said we're going to do the top ten things you trust more than CNN. Yep. Okay. And why do you, do you want me to lead it off? You you start it off. Okay, so uh, let's do five, ten things more trusted than CNN. And how about we'll start with unprotected sex with Madonna? Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's the number one thing. The number two thing uh, trusted 
more than CNN is having a drink with Bill Cosby. That's uh, that's legit too. What about I, and I've seen this one before. Letting um, Casey Anthony be your kid's babysitter. <laughs> a, Casey, a Casey Anthony babysitting service. That could be number three. <laughs> um, how about number four? Um, a drinking water from Flint, Michigan. Ooh, I like. Me likey. What about... And my, and my number five things that you can trust more than CNN... A Catholic Church boys getaway summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no, oh, no, 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 boys! Uh, watch out, boys! Wow, you need to come up with you need to come up with five so we can round out the top ten. Okay, well, I the Casey Anthony thing, which I've stolen, so that's one. Um, I would say Bill Clinton drunk in the Arkansas governor's mansion. Ooh, where where Hillary and Bill have literal slaves working out in front of the mansion. They have. They have. I heard Bill uses some of the people as furniture. So he'll he'll have a, a he'll have a, a a thick man get on all fours, and that'll be a table. Bill gonna just rest his drink on his back, like, and just put his legs up, and that's just how Bill operates over there. Um, so Bill Clinton drunk in the Arkansas governor's mansion. I would also. Um, How about Anthony Weiner teenage girl text messages? Those are more trustworthy. Those are more trustworthy than uh, than than CNN. <laughs> what about um, former Yankees relief pitcher Steve Howe's breathalyzer? Ooh, more right. trustworthy. More trustworthy. More trustworthy. Hmm. How, how about the state of Illinois economics classes? I trust those more. I trust those more. Um. Oh, I. Oh, ooh, I got one. Linda Sarsour's commitment to women being free. Yeah, or just generally in Amer- being an American. Just be. Yeah. Exactly. Her commitment to America. Her co- just overall, she. By the way, that 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 gremlin declared jihad on the Trump administration today. That square jawed gremlin. Um, that pig face globalist lefty horrible person. Yeah, lover of genital mutilation. Lover, lover. I'm. She probably has a room of like ground up vaginas, just like. Stand, like on the mantelpiece in like a oh, pickle Ross. jar. Oh, geez. Pickle jar of just like shredded vaginas. Shredded Muslim vaginas. She's like, yeah, boy. Um, so, yeah, Linda Sarsour. Yeah, tough, tough. Um, what else do we trust? I think I get three more. Um, hmm. Hmm. Help me well, out let's here. Come back, let's, let's come back to it. Let's not get hung up on it. So That's because that's a rabbit hole. That's a rabbit hole. Oh, we'll come up with it. We'll probably come up with a hundred more as they come to your brand. Right, right. I was gonna say um, Pope Francis's inner circle cardinal having a sex orgy at his place. Hmm. Um, not that so, not that that's gonna make the list, but it it's kind of a segue into what actually was happening at the Vatican. So it's so why don't you, hold on before before you let everyone know what happened at the Vatican. The first question is: Are you ready to renounce your membership to the Nambla parent organization? I will not. 
Okay. I will not. So, and this, this goes, I know, totally honest. And this goes back to what Alex Jones said. It's a, it's a failure of deployment, um, which means, and, and I was thinking of like an image and like a visual for this. So at the top of the house, you have Jesus, God, Jesus. Jesus has a set of principles that he wants you to follow if you're a Christian. The, uh, we aspire to attain those principles, but we fall short. We fall on our face. If the leader of the 25 branches of Christianity uh, fucks up, um, we are not all accountable to renounce our faith because of it. He is man. He's fallible. He fucked up. If the Pope gets caught with someone, if the Pope's inner circle of cardinals, Camerlengo, as it were, if they get caught, I'm not to renounce my faith because sinful priests and cardinals want to suck boy dicks. So I'm still held to a standard that Jesus wants me. Um, that means, could I vacillate between Catholicism and Methodism and, and Baptist and Episcopalian? Perhaps. But at the end of the day... Oh, right, so like, what, what's up with that? Why wouldn't you do that? Because this, this, is, this is likely going on in all sort, certain branches of it. I mean, this is not just a Catholic thing. Um, it, it's happened in different branches of Christianity. So really, well, I'm not leaving Christianity because priests under different branches of Christianity act up. That's not a Ross problem. That's a priest problem. But don't you think if the leaders of an, any organization that you were a membership of were fucking doing stupid shit, you would just quit the club? Uh, well, I also, well, here's the thing, and this is not a dodge. a scenario where that's not the truth in real life anywhere ever. Okay, so, so let me play this out. If I were to say I'm non-denominational Christian and I'm too lazy and too biblically illiterate, well, I haven't read enough of the Bible to, to know what I'm talking about, but I don't have the wherewithal to commit myself to Bible study, uh, to go to a church on a weekly basis. My life will pretty much just go in whatever direction. I will lose that spiritual connection if I don't have a, a home base, a church to be sitting in, and therefore... I will get lapsed in my faith. Let me ask you this. Let's let's put it this way. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's, let's get right to the yeah. square point. At any point during a fiscal year, because you, as we know, and a lot of your friends and family know, you're a fiscal guy. Is there in any way, sense, or form, fiscally, any denomination of real money leaving the Ajamian family and going to the Catholic, your local, or any kind of Catholic church? Um, For... Well, we pay for our CCD for our kids. Um, okay, so, so there, the answer is yes. Yes. Unequivocally, yes. There is an outflow of money from the Ajamians. So, and, and this is where you know the kind of guy that I am. I'm okay with people as long as they can say shit and they can be real about things. I might not agree with them, but as a libertarian, as long as it's okay and they're real with it, fuck yep. it, right? Who yep. am I to judge? Yeah, so and I'm being real. I'm being real. Okay, as long as you're willing to admit that you understand that your dollars fund pedophilia in the church. Oh, I, that. Steve, I've made that same, my wife and I make that joke all the time. Like, we're self-deprecating. Okay like, I'm not okay with you the... Actually, you actually fund pedophilia on children around the globe. I'm funding the institution. What they do, and when they act up... No, no, come on, but like that's so political. Like, let's get real. You wouldn't you wouldn't allow a lefty of that same standard to give that answer. You would go, no, give me a real answer. Your money is absolutely unequivocally, as we're finding out, funding pedophilia at the highest level, yes or no? Uh, that's a good question. 
That's a very good question. Okay, that's it's the only question. It's like well, that well, let's let's set another way. So you, the taxpayer, your money oh, goes to a federal state. I mean, let's go down. But yeah, it drives me crazy. But go ahead. I think well, yeah, it makes it makes me it makes me mad. It's one thing if I was like, ah, nothing to see here. They'll just get transferred. It's all good. I mean, we pretty much stood up to that. Now, ninety-eight percent of the priests are innocent. But they all have that scarlet letter on them for nothing that they. Are you? Are you? Is this a real thing you're you're throwing out there? Or what are you saying? That that. What are you saying? No, what I'm saying is we all acknowledge how awful it is. It's not like we're like sitting back and not letting it ha- like. Who's, it, who's we? You as in your own fellow Catholics, like the part of the club that's that's perpetuating this. You mean that we? Well, that I mean, the church numbers are down. Uh, donations are down. I mean, my. My CCD fund CCD. I don't give anything in the in the pot at at mass. If that's what you're getting at, I have my family looks down. Money, but money that you make goes into funding any operation that they do, which is any way of saying that you support pedophilia from that organization. Well, I mean that's a stretch because my money goes to just pay for the CCD program and the school. Of which, Saint, is, which is undeniably uh, a program offered by that organization. Correct, but my my actual parish, there is no scandal. There might be some some Let me alcohol. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, so if there were a couple, if you and your community, right? If you and your community, you're Ross, you're out there in the community, and you happen across like at, at one of your son's baseball games, a couple fathers, and you get to know them over a couple weeks, three weeks. They're good guys. Like you're even thinking to invite them over, and they're going, "Hey, Ross, uh, we're we're a part of Nambla." And we really have these strong beliefs. And yeah, I know a lot of people don't agree, but like we have a bunch of different stuff and we have a couple kid groups that are really great. Uh, and, 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 and I promise you there's going to be no touching going on. Uh, you should bring your son along. I wouldn't do it. Of course you fucking wouldn't do it because you're a sane human being and you would probably never talk to those two dudes again. And, and, and I, there's no difference in, in, in what is going on. Undeniably, there's no difference from what I just described. What's the difference in your decision to send your kids there? Because I know at my school it's not happening. At my parish it's not happening. At the school, at the CCD classes, it's not happening. Okay, so when it is happening, because it is happening undeniably to thousands of other of your people in your club who are also saying the same thing, you're not only defending the church, but you're right, like... Well, no, wait, 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 but that, that is... From a, as an as a, as a amateur social psychologist, it's fascinating to for someone super intelligent like yourself to, to hear you answering questions like this. Well, it's, well, it's fascinating. Because what's, what's your resolution here? What's the, what's the end game for your line of questioning? What are you looking for me to do? I think it's, I think it's kind of logical. I think it would be anyone who's logical to, to, to be completely outraged, right? It's the same thing that I would say to, to, to people in Islam, right? The, the moderate Islam, where are you guys? Where are you guys policing your own crowd, right? It's like any group because we do happen to, to, to judge ourselves and classify ourselves by group, whether by color, by religion, it's fucking, I don't care your utopia, not yours, but the utopia that it shouldn't be that way. We do that, right? The Democrats play identity politics. They actually built a whole platform on that, right? So yeah. so we all do that. Okay, but but go back to my question. What's the, what are you looking for me to do? Become an atheist? 
Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for you to be a, a true leader as anybody in an organization and call them out for the hypocrisy. Like, you know, again, and I'm using the, you know, the Islamic or the Muslims. Like, it's up to you guys to call out the fucking crazies in your group. Okay, right? but, but and, we... And if, you want, and if you want to let Tommy Robinson do it, great. You have a guy that will do it, but he's going to be called a racist and a bigot. And now we're not only going to have a fucking terrorist problem because of your silence, we're now going to have a fucking race and that kind of problem, right? So... It's, it is 100% squarely for thousands of years upon the parishioners of this group who continue to fund them and their stupid fucking sideshows like CCD that keeps the perpetuating sideshow going. But it all stays in house to my parish where that's not going on. Uh, right again, it's like... <laughs> but, 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 no, no, but, but here's the thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We can, and this is why... And, and, but here's the thing. When I, when I look back at our conversations about politics, you can break me free from a political party. That's fine. That was an easy... You worked over a decade to get me to move into your territory. No, no, no. I'm not... What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. No, 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 no. Hey, listen. You have the same information that I have. You know the same things that are going on in your organization. You're just choosing to ignore it like a while, almost everyone else. No, no, no. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it bad. What I'm saying is, like, I can come to your side when it comes to non-spiritual stuff. When it comes to Christianity, I'm as pissed off as you are. But what's the resolution? No, you're not. Dude, that's fucking, that's such virtue signaling outrage. But I'm what, no, no, but here, get, what is, what is. Ben Shapiro, you dude, you're that liberal cuck that's standing there saying that bullshit, dude, fuck that. So, no, no. He, you stand up and don't do that is you stop fucking going. You stop funding the organization. Okay, so, you so. You practice your religion at your house. You start a new church. We talked about, like you said before, you can go to a denomination, but you were joking, but serious, but there play with pedophiles too it's so so what's so hear me out i'm gonna ask a question now what is what is my step by step to resolve this situation as a schlub in pennsylvania now here's the other thing once my kids are done with ccd i don't pay another fucking cent but i will sneak into mass each week so now there's no financial component I know, but that's like, it's such bullshit. Like, ah, uh, like uh, you're, you're making these justifications in your head, but it's like the woman that's like the woman, the wife beater, or the woman getting beat. Like, okay, well, if he does it and I take this punch, then maybe I can just weather the storm and then I'll only let him hit me But, on but, but here's nah, the thing. Here's nah, the thing. Having actually, crazy. having been in the church to hear this on from the top down of my parish from my particular archdiocese, mind you, you're you're up in the New England area where that stuff is all institutionalized. We had some issues here in Philadelphia as well. But where we are now, they're all equally furious. They hate when cardinal law gets transferred over to the Vatican. They hate... Uh, so there was no, some they do. Like, again, like, stop the virtue signaling bullshit, dude. Fuck that. They fucking moral outrage. They hate it, Ross. Yeah, they fucking hate it enough to stay in the organization and fucking fund them and support them, too. Because it all, goes back, it all goes back to the failure of deployment. They all, their job was to not touch dicks. Do you think Jesus, if he, when Jesus comes back and says, okay, point me to all the dick touchers. You guys are going straight to hell. Ross, let me ask you a question. Okay, so let's let's just assume that the that the Catholic organization, unlike CNN, is in some ways not in a downwards fucking spiral because people like you are fucking 
nuts and you are the ones that continue to allow them to exist because if you stop funding and stop going they're simply going to become irrelevant and go away but because you don't and people like you justify it's going to continue to happen Russ, let me ask you how is cnn going to go away people will just stop watching they will stop having advertisers what about when when Ross uh, just wants to sneak it on a Sunday night? What if enough people just sneak it on a Sunday night, Ross? To where? They're not going to go away, Ross, are they? That's, I don't I don't necessarily want CNN to go away. I don't want CNN to go away. I want them to just linger like a stale fart. And if, if there's a failing Catholic institution and people go away, so be it. But here's the thing. Your solution is for religion to just disappear. And I don't want that to happen. Actually, I don't want Christianity to just. No, 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 I'm not, listen, I, you, you put those words in my mouth. What I said and what I'm advocating for is like a more of a realist than anything else is that, fuck it, it's going to be here, right? It's not like CNN. The shit's going to be here because I recognize there are boneheads like you out here. They're going to do that shit. But yep. so if, the, if, if it's not going away because that's a utopia that's not real, let's talk about what can be real because there's things in history that have precedent. Like in the, in the Christian religion, they have Martin Luther. Right, and I don't agree with that motherfucker, and he was crazy in his own right. But he uh, had enough of the bullshit, and he went out and started his own thing. Okay, created a new branch, <laughs> and that's that's right? and that's God bless him for that. That's fine. Right. I I appreciate that's, that's the zeal. Going over to the, going over to Islam, that's what they're waiting for. Where's your Martin Luther? Where's your Reformation? You guys haven't had it yet. If there are, you know, and I think that's people like Tommy Robinson, right? There aren't enough moderate Muslims that are stepping out and condemning this violence. There, are no, there just aren't. Where, where are the leadership that's doing it? And if they are, they're getting crushed by, you know, the, the radicals and even the radical left who are, like, calling them Islamophobes. No, I agree. Right? I agree. And that's the thing. Where are the raw, where are those people that are stepping out in this religion, not just morally outraged like you and your freaking boneheaded Catholic people, but you know how it's gonna actually gonna do something when you don't send your kids to CCD, Ross? That's how you can be outraged. But but how does that help them grow in their faith if they don't get spiritual education? Uh, I don't know. It's called online. There's not online tutorials out the yin yang yazoo. There's not books on tape. There's not things that you guys can do as good parents to like bring them into their faith. Like, come on, man. Okay, and what about the sacraments? They don't get sacraments now. That's part of the Catholic faith. That's part of the Catholic. So the sacrament, sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of communion, the sacrament of matrimony, the sacrament of confirmation. None of that shit, except maybe matrimony. But they can just get that on a beach somewhere. Where do they get the sacraments then? As part of the faith mission, I, I, I don't, I don't know, but I'm also not a part of the pedophile network that's offering that shit. So, like, you got to reconcile that, dude. I don't know what to tell you. So there are it's bad. So no, hear me out. Hear me out. So there are bad people in the bureaucracy and administration. Therefore, the whole cause is invalid, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, I think if anything, you know, as somebody, I, I think it's worth examining and going, well, I mean, if this is this fucked up, then yeah, I think we should also actually maybe examine the whole message. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Gotcha. We, we, we as the ones, as, as liberal centrists sit there and say, the true liberal centrists that sit there and go, you know, Alex Jones, is he saying that Sandy Hook didn't happen? 
no, if you actually listen to what he's saying and along the way, he's examining every angle like he does and what true journalism is. It's true hard journalism. It's not the easy thing to hear, but with, again, precedent, Gulf of Tonkin, other incidents that government has used, which has brought us into war. 21 agencies lying to us that Colin Powell sat in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee and told them and the entire U.S. public that Saddam Hussein and weapons of mass destruction was gassing people. False. Lies, dude. And, and also Lies. the 17, the you and I were saying the 17 agencies back in October, November, that the whole 17 agencies she dropped at the debate, bullshit. Yeah, that's right. We well, were calling right. bullshit like, that night. Let's not get off the point. The point yeah, yeah. is, is that dude, if, 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 if the idea is you need to question things. If the idea is to look at everything from different angles and just not accept the truth and be a leader where you need to be a leader. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But you know, if the I, I just have a feeling if the end game is I hate religion, you must hate it too. Let's get you to hate religion. Quit your faith right now. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. But I understand your I understand what you're saying. Like. <laughs> But you, you, you act like I'm just sitting here like, oh, there's pedophiles in the ranks, but that's fine. I'll just make sure my kids don't go near them. Like, oh, 100%. That's 100 I'm not just – that's 100% what you're doing. 100%. But my kids are not in a position where they're around pedophiles. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's the, at the other fucking thousands upon thousands of parents who said the same thing. But, the, but you I, – I, having not been in a church other than for weddings in the last 20 years for yourself, Mr. Hopkins um, – I can tell you, when I walk in and pick my kids up from CCD, they're in a class of 15 kids. There's a chaperone. There's a woman. Half the teachers are women. That's the only time they're there in a church without me. I mean, the only men that are there are older grandfatherly men, and they're in front of everyone else the whole time. So the whole mission where my particular parish that I give money to, it's going to fund pedophiles, I... I don't think it really trickles up there. Let's go back to the Jesus message and think about strip down what you're saying, right? Because you're not denying it's absolutely happening in the organization. But what you're saying is, well, as long as it's not happening to me and my kids, I'm cool. Like, dude, if that is not one of the most unfucking Jesus teachings and actions I've ever heard of, it's 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 such a no. What I'm saying is I'm 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 limited in the impact that I can make. Do you want? Would you like me to fly to the Vatican and ask the Pope for an audience? No, but you, you understand when you say shit like that, you're the equivalent asshole that is the guy that goes, well, my vote doesn't count, so I'm just not going to go out and do it. And you're totally missing the point. It's like, well, dude, are you an American? Well, yeah. I, do you understand how important it is and like what people died for and what they actually created? Well, yeah. Well, then go fucking vote because it's part about participation. Right. So it's like if you're going to be in a group and you're going to belong to that group, you got to participate. What you're doing is not participating. You're fucking burying your head in the sand and going, what am I going to do? Ah, <laughs> my vote doesn't count. Ah, dude, shut up. Right. Wait like, a minute. You're, your you're solution. Guy, right? You know, no, no. Your solution is. If this were politics and we were having a political debate with someone and we and they were all fucking talking and yip yapping and we go, oh, you vote for it. Oh, I didn't vote. Oh, dude, shut the fuck up. Shut up and go in the corner. You get no say. <laughs> right? Come on. You would agree with me. You would agree with me. So, so you, your stance on this is I'm the non-voter. So that's what I'm saying. Shut the fuck up. Really. So you, up you, okay. So, so I had a thought lined up. So you're, you're asking me to 
quit my faith, basically. No, you keep saying that. You keep saying that. I'm saying to be a leader in your faith. I'm saying that you step up, write a letter campaign, do a podcast, fucking interview your priest, because your priest, as you're telling me, is so morally outraged. Great. You two should do a podcast together with me, and we should talk about the problem systematically in your church and what we can do things about it in the community. Okay. There you go. Why don't you do that? Let's do it together. Organize it. You know what? That motherfucker, that fucking coward, won't do it, Ross. You want to know why? Because he might lose his job. Mm, true. Yeah, true. and what a fucking leader, right? Yeah, what a fucking loser. That's what. That okay, so so now like. so okay, so let's go right down. What happens next then? So Mons, old Monsignor won't won't come on the show. What does Ross do next? Hello. Yeah, I'm still here. You still there? Oh, I thought you were like I thought you were like CNN, like cutting me off. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Something came up. Steve was hung up on. Um, I'm sorry, folks. That comes to the end of this episode. I don't know how that guy got in, uh, but no. So, so okay. So, old Monsignor won't come on the show. What happens next? Yeah, well, like, listen. Why don't you respond to that though? Because I can tell without you responding, going, "Yeah, he's fucking right." And how fucked up is that, Ross? <laughs> well, well, now it's getting into. I'm limited. So the first, the first action is get Monsignor on the phone. Okay, that didn't work. Next, what does Ross do? Fly out to Vatican? Does Ross launch like a website where we? you know, write letters to people and we, we Twitter no, troll no, here's priests. The second thing. Here's the second thing. You decide unequivocally and you would tell people not as an evangelist. I'm not asking you to be that, but anybody as a former something, I would say there's no, ch- you never send your fucking kids and spend one more dime to that pedophile network to an organization ever again or until, right? It's like, Ross, think of it as like, uh, how did the civil rights movement and how did they actually get something done? It was called a sit-in. So your sit-in is, you know what? I want to send my kids to CCD, but I can't support your pedophile network. Not until you guys clean house. And they just refuse to do it. But they refuse to do it because there are assholes like you that fucking defend it everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, so 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 let's let's see here. So... I would then not go to mass. Yep, I would you, withdraw you my kids yep, from CCD. It's called the it's called the, the sit-in, and you you remind your you, your priest and your parishioners like, hey, I would love to be here every day, but you guys can't seem to figure out how to get pedophiles out from the leadership ranks of our organization. Okay, so say, so no, so I know I so I I can understand that point. So what if what if what if I do like a letter campaign? Where I draft a letter to every cardinal in the United States, every archbishop in the United States, uh, and send out a templated letter with a signature saying, enough is enough, you're going to start losing people. Uh, and, and then I send stuff to the Vatican. So here, play, let's play it out. I do a letter campaign. A lot of my activist liberal friends will write Senator Pat Toomey and say, do XYZ on health care. Or you're a cow. Listen, you know, Ross, you know what? Okay, you've now inspired me. So if you're serious about this, you know how you could really help? You could help by making the churches and start actually getting a politician to make a pass a bill to make the uh, the churches start paying taxes. Okay, so activism. Think of it. It's like, think of it. Think of it this way, right? You're a Trump fan, yes or no? Yes. You disagree with, uh, you disagree with the the liberal leadership across America who is outwardly defying our immigration laws in our sanctuary and having sanctuary cities. Correct. Okay, look at the church, undeniably, 
as individual cities that are fucking holding in those pedophiles and they refuse to kick them out of their 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 mitts what they're doing is you know just passing them around to other parishes right so what we are now going to do you ross because you have the ability to do is you are defunding them until they choose not to do that anymore and you're agreeing with trump so why could you not do that okay so no i'm on i'm on board with you so what if the solution becomes you lose your 503c status i think that's the phrase right that's it until until you guys make swift actions to show the people in the United States and the world that you're serious about this, then we are we are putting this bill forward to get your 501c removed. Or 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 we will get your fi- so the 503c will be predicated upon your ability to bring in and attract people um, who are of higher quality. If you transfer anyone that you know to have pedophilia in their background, you will lose your funding. You will lose your tax-free status. Your absolutely. church, your yeah. church yep, will absolutely. lose its tax-free status for five years. And actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually love this idea. I do too. I no, I, I don't. I don't want you to go public with it because I think that you would end up in the river. Okay, so now I'm. <laughs> I'm supposed to be. So here, as a Christian, Steve, I'm supposed to give my life for Christ. Millions of dollars that they would out on I, like yeah but you think i get the art you think i would get ark incited by the church <laughs> what was that you think i get ark incited by the church a hundred percent if you were the if you were an actual leader movement and you had a podcast and you started gaining traction well no now you lit a fire under my little catholic ass well, so, good. I mean, listen, I'm not telling you not to. I'm just telling you to be careful. But fucking some leadership in your... In well, so wait a minute, wait a minute. We've gone from get off your ass, you lazy cuck, to I don't want you getting too active, Ross. You bought it. You you went along with my idea too quickly, Ross. You show you're an independent thinker, Ross. I'm serious. I love the idea. I think it's a really practical thing. I've heard it floated out. But I've never seen someone sink their teeth into it from a leadership standpoint and try to pump it. I just did. I just bit the... I just bit the... The goiter. I just bit the pimple of this. I'm. F- oh, I know, but no pun intended. You might have bit the poison apple in the garden. Of that's true. Friend, that's so. true. So here's the. This is. You'd be surprised. For for me. Uh, I might be. I might be the snake that's just bit you. You're the fucking. You're the fucking. You're the fucking <laughs> lecherous snake. But like, uh, for instance, uh, my friend. So I'm fine with that. My friend, who is as anti-Trump as they get, convinced me to write to uh, Pat Toomey and say, okay, if you're thinking of repealing Obamacare. Keep in mind, you know, special education. Let's not defund that because everyone's got some type of spectrum um, diagnosis now. Uh, so I said, fine, I'll do that. I'll help you out. I'll write to him. You get a form letter in return that with a fake robo signature. But hey, that's your activism, right? So what you just said was, okay, Ross, you need someone from within Christianity to come and say, look, enough is enough. I need the faith experience, but... I need my faith experience uh, more than you need your tax-free status. Therefore, it's up to you to vet the shit out of every person that comes into your faith, into your church or parish. And if we find there's any pedophilia, it'll be like the the um, the well, 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 musical chairs. So wherever the clock stops, the music stops. If you have a pedophile in your ranks, you are the loser. You own them. And if you were to transfer them, the transferer and the transferee get get dinged for five years. Yeah. 
Oh, now, fuck it. Let's, I, I like it. If you're willing to do it, I, I would actually commend you for trying to do something about it. So you got activism cool. out of me in about 20 minutes. You didn't have to twist my arm. You called me every name in the book. I'm still happy. I'm it's fine. You called me every name, and you still got what you wanted, and I still get what I want because I'm still going to be a Christian. So maybe this is this is how the art of the deal, right, Steve? <laughs> can you believe so we didn't hang up on each other no one called you know no one got really angry we got loud but it wasn't it wasn't there was no like hate involved um and we both got what we wanted why can't the rest of america do this i mean it's a lost art uh, ross it's a total lost art uh, i was talking to someone about it earlier today that it's just you know especially on and sad on the educational campuses across america where, you know, you would think that this is where this type of thing would be taught, right, and encourage healthy debate, right? They used to have debate clubs where this was, like, a good thing, and they, you know, had it like a sports ball-type atmosphere. Yep. And it's just gone. It's gone. It's crazy. It's it's all, you know, either, you know, everyone agree in groupthink, like Jim Jones, Kool-Aid-type shit, or it's, you know, we're all on the keyboard, fucking cowboy keyboarding everyone, telling them how horrible they are. It's crazy. Well, that's the other thing. So, Part of me says, time to get off the ass. So we're doing a little, we're doing a podcast. We're affecting more people than, say, me Twitter blasting. So it's what we're doing is more powerful than Twitter blasting Brian Stelter on CNN, who looks like a uh, a a soy version of George Costanza. And you know that. So so tweeting stuff makes you a keyboard warrior. It's fun. It's it's addictive. But what we're doing, just the open discussion, is more powerful. And the next step is activism. And it's not quit your job activism. It's not quit your faith activism. It's go to the powers that be with your own proposal. Don't come up with a, don't whine and whinge. Come up with a fucking solution. Don't rely on government. I'm not relying on Pat Toomey. I'm not relying on senators and congressmen to solve this problem for me. We need to come up from within. We don't need to quit our jobs, stop talking to family members, lose friends. Just come up with a solution because I'm not relying on Washington, D.C. to do it. Because Ron Paul is retired, and Rand Paul can't be everywhere at once, and Donald Trump can't fix all of our problems. That's right. Because I'm sure as hell never running for office, um, so I might as well go the, the you know, what's the word? I don't want to say activist, because that to me, it's kind of like, you know, don't use deodorant, don't work, sit in the middle of a street. I'm not like that. I never, I'm not a boycott type, but I'm all about constructive ideas to make a process better so you get less of the undesirable behavior. And you've lit a fire under my asshole. Well, you know, it's, I, I, you know, it's kind of crazy. I wish that I wouldn't be the person for you or anyone else. It's, it's kind of nuts, right? It's like a, you're talking about policing your own communities. Like when I heard that, goddamn, in Australia, the third in command to the supreme leader, right? Yep. Like a yep. billion plus people and organization, and it's the number three. Yeah. The number three yeah dude again in our country if that was the number three leader of our country was 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 diddling kids man. yep and here's the thing going back to the um the vatican but, 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 like, yeah you go off that like think about that let that sink in do your pregnant pause before you talk for a minute think about that think about that an organization's number three is caught diddling kids thousands of their underlings and co-workers have also been caught around the world doing this so clearly you have now a link from the top 
all the way down to the bottom. Right. And and globally, it, remember, it is, a, it is a Ross. It is a. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. It's like, like, dude, I'm trying to shake you, like motherfucker. It's a pedophile network, bro. It's a fucking. I don't care what it was or what they are. Great, dude. I'm I'm Nambla, and I'm now saying that there's God, and I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff. And Ross, come to my club. I got great kids activities, and you're clearly <laughs> looking at me going. No, I'm a sane human being that cares about my kids. Why the fuck would I do that? Well, dude, it's the same thing. There's no difference. What, because they have shiny robes and because you were indoctrinated when you were a kid? Like, come on, dude, be real. There's nothing else that's different besides that. If you believe in God, you can believe in God at your own fucking house, dude. You really can. <laughs> so can I, ask, can I ask my last question? Say yeah. there was never any pedophilia in the church or in the 100%. Muslim faith. Would you still have the same hatred of organized religion? Yes, because the pedophilia is like uh, what in a what is a what is a trident a three headed spear and what is that one of the one of the spears of the trident the other two are like misogyny and horrible treating of women uh, amongst all religions and minorities and all that justification using it for slavery like you know the proliferation of cutting women and. You know, slavery and it's, it's horrible, right? And like, what's other ones like? You know, using and for control and power. Like, clearly, when this in the Renaissance, which were bred into the Renaissance, when people like Galileo and all of them were looking at the stars and going, "Oh, wait a minute, we're not flat. You guys aren't the center of everything. Oh, you're clearly manipulating shit, just like they are now." Gotcha. Ross, they've never been legit, dude. Not since even the beginning. Never have they been legit. It's always been for power. Always. Okay, so, because I, I have a feeling this would become whack-a-mole with you, where I would get on board with some of the things, and say I become, say I become like Johnny Super Activist, and I get I get enough sway that I convince people to draft legislation. So we, we, we think we fix the pedophilia thing. What's up next? Like, what whack-a-mole... Uh, Christianity whack-a-mole would come up next. Fix power, fix money, like what, the, the Vatican banking system, like what, what would we have to fix next? And I think I mean, we keep going until you want me to quit and become an atheist. And... Oh, like, I, like you're being a freaking lefty liberal crazy loon right now. Hey, I'm, now I'm back to a liberal lazy and, loon. And the reason why I say this, this is you, we can, because we can literally go to the tape on this, the only person that has continually mentioned that and saying that I've said that has been you. You've now mentioned that three or four times. I have. I sure have. You have been the only person who's mentioned it. I have actually never said that once. I, but I, I'm, I'm breaking through, I'm peeling back the onion of your brain, and I'm trying to get to the core of what you want out of the deal. No, I told you, dude, and you know me, as, as a total libertarian, I look at it and go, look, if you need this thing for whatever reason to make you feel better, and if you are in control of your kids and you want to instill this in them, that's great. That's up to you. But as soon as your money starts going into this organization who is in my community that I pay taxes in, and those motherfuckers don't, 
but they're in a, a network of pedophilia in this really crazy shit. It's now getting infringing on my rights. You get that, right? As a libertarian, that fucking bothers me. Okay, so where so the, the does the community element fall apart then? What about the faith community? Yeah, I... dude, of course, and, and of course the community element. So like, if I'm looking at it, have to survive in a community with a bunch of you loons who believe in this thing, and your your leaders are diddling kids, and you guys are being forced to stuff it all down and go, well, okay, because it's not happening to my kid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so, no, no. What I'm what I'm asking is, um, so say say you get your wish. Uh, people from their toilet, from their bedroom, from their family room, just read Bibles all the time. Where's the faith community that I've come to know in 25, 30 years? It's gone. I don't understand what you mean. Like the faith community. Dude, you go to the coffee house. You guys, no one's... Uh, there are no America. Christians at coffee houses. There meet, are... Meet, meet, in your, meet, in your, meet in your basement. I don't give a shit. I don't think anybody else does either. No one cares. Go build yourself a building. But like, be a part of society, which includes everything else. Pay your fucking taxes. Like, don't diddle kids and ruin society. Like, all kinds of shit, dude. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, it's not hard, right? It's not hard. Okay, so the, the infrastructure would be gone... But yeah, so would the pedophilia. You tear it down and build it back up. Probably, there's probably a passage in... in and I think, no, but, but, no, that, that, but, but to that point, though, people have tried to do that, and they do build it back up. But the suggestion then becomes, well, no, do that in your privacy of your own home. Don't go into that community because it's just going to start up again. And then anyone that tries to rise from the ashes gets knocked back down because we can't have a 501, 503C... Community, blah blah blah, yeah, all this that's other. Definitely a wrap. I I've always railed against that. I think that that's ridiculous. So, okay, so I you but you you got me within twenty minutes to kind of come on board with you. Well, yeah, I think I should because I think what I'm just laying out for you is I'm not like selling you anything. I feel like I'm just like uh, like I feel like I'm like a window washer. Like you're clearly looking through a really cloudy window at, the, at a picture that's not real. Like you're. Well, well you didn't know. Like all you did was you you pointed me to a direction where I kind of still preserve my faith, but can hold them more accountable as being a citizen, layman, activist. So you played your role. And I'm appreciative of that. Um, because you not, see, see, wasn't that civilized? That was fun. It was, it was entertaining. Uh, you had me yeah, on the ropes so I'm a little bit. To see what comes out of it. I want you to publish. I'm glad that we can get the website up. So I want you to publish those letters. And then you know what's going to happen? Um, my headless body is going to be in the Schuylkill River, floating. <laughs> see, that's the only way to keep yourself safe, though, is to have that website and publish everything and make it public. That's how Alex Jones stays safe. That's true. That's true. But no, my head, my head will eventually come off. You know, eventually my headless body will, my bloated, headless, purple body, fingers pointing uh, in all different directions, will be floating down a river. And quite frankly, it's going to be funny. It will be really funny. My wife would laugh. Um, so, on a side note from your head floating down a river, yeah. I have some positive news. Yep. I think from the last time we chatted, uh, we had a, a significant milestone in the business career, and uh, Syndex is now launched. Nice. Congratulations. How long, Ross, how long have you been along for a long part of that ride? Uh, five, four or five years or so, right? Three or, yeah, three or four years of uh, talking about it from like just the crazy idea that was popped in our heads to now actually have built it and have real live uh, properties on it. So that, so that, so uh, yeah, I, I heard you talking about that. Uh, yeah, I want to say four years ago. You had the vision. You had everything lined up. So I trust your judgment. 
Couldn't become an investor because I'm too poor, but because uh, <laughs> you don't have enough money. Um, but you got to be an accredited investor. That's right. Yes, yes, and people with um, negative checking account balances are not welcome. Um, so, but no, I you you when you find a plan, you stick with it. It usually ends up working out. So that's no. So what is so? Do you want to talk about Syndex to anyone? No, I just wanted to just kind of throw it out there. People can go check it out at realliquidity.com. If you're an accredited investor and you're listening to this, go check it out. Congratulations. That's you're, you're a man of many ventures, right? You, you have your, I am a man. I am a man of a few ventures, not many, not many, a few, a few focused ventures, a few focused select ventures. Cause I've recognized and realized Ross and it's not, you know, this is through experience. It's not like just some quote on the wall that, you know, as I've got older, I also talked about this with somebody today too, a good friend. As I got older, I've just, I, I wanted to figure out ways to be productive and be creative, but figure out ways to do things that don't add stress. And that sounds easy, but it's not, right? Like, especially building a business or creating something. You know, the old way is you got to hire employees and deal with licensing from the state, from the feds, taxes, right? Like, employees, it's, it's just, like, more headache than it could be worth, right? So, you know, really saying, okay, well, if I am going to do it, what am I really passionate about? And really, really figuring that out. But the only way you can do that is really knowing yourself, right? Yeah. I think the saddest thing I've heard is talking to people our age and hearing them say, I don't have a hobby. Mm. Right? I don't know what I would do if I retired with a billion dollars right now. I'd be depressed. I'd be lonely. I don't have a hobby. What would I do? And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I could give it all up right now and live on the farm and, and never leave and, and have a million things to do and be completely content uh, with with all the hobbies that I have and the things I'm interested in. Yep. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't sit on your ass. You don't sit on your laurels, so to speak. Like you, you always, you always have something. You always. You got it, man. You got it. You got it. Well, for me, it also, I think it, it, it helps, and for a lot of people like me who have ADD and haven't wanted to treat it with uh, medication, um, you know, there are some things if you want to stay focused, like a trade, like cooking, great trade that you could just stay in the kitchen and, you know, get lost in that with AD, someone like me. Um, with me, like, uh, like uh, cooking, uh, uh, I'm like a chef, and like my dishes are, are things like what we're doing. Yep. Yep. Right. So in a way, um, you know, that's how I look at it. Yep. You have you have your dick in multiple hornets' nests. Bad analogy. Bad analogy. I love that one. That's true. That's right. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get that honey on and at the tip. You're it's, trying to get. You're trying to get honey on your dingling. Honey on your dingling before it gets stung. <laughs> picture that visual, man. Holy picture that two-inch visual. Um, all right, so enough dick jokes. Let's get it. Can we? Someone's been off the hook this show so far, and that's CNN. Oh, about my what, what's your favorite? Uh, yeah, let's bring it back to CNN. You're right, a little more CNN bashing. So, what's yeah. your favorite hashtag that's floating around on CNN about CNN? So, CNN blackmail is the one that's been trending since July 4th. So, uh, and, what was, and why don't you, for those that may not know what happened, real quick, sum it up. Okay, so real quick, you all probably saw the meme from WrestleMania 23 when Trump clotheslined Vince McMahon 
Was he wearing a diaper when he did that? What's up with his like his pants that look all like bulk bulk bulky? Who, Ben McMahon or Trump? No, Trump. Go watch the video. Go to the tape and wait, go check it out. It looks like he's wearing a man diaper. Eep. And then it's like so I'm going, that's either a man diaper or a harness because they brought him into the ring like from the rafters or something. I no, I think whenever a celebrity shows up on uh, WWE, they always have extra protection because of whatever insurance policy. So they probably had him all... So he probably is wearing a man diaper. He probably is wearing a man diaper. Lord knows he was wearing a bulletproof vest since the beginning of the campaign, so he probably was. He probably was wearing a fucking man diaper. Uh, interesting. Okay, so anyway. Alright, so, so, so that happened 10 years ago, WrestleMania 23. It was all over the news back then. He then shaved Vince McMahon's head. It was fine. So now someone creates a meme where the, McMahon's face is blocked out with a CNN logo. And then Trump tweets it, retweets it. Um, and the left loses their shit like never before. Because when fake wrestling, fake storyline shows fake CNN, fake news on um, fake wrestling promoter Vince McMahon's face, it's violence, it's a call to action, it's as bad as Kathy Griffin, if not worse. Are you okay over there? Good all right. um, so all this together and the left goes crazy and normally when you see a meme Steve on like Occupy Democrats or someone shares a meme that's witty from the Daily Show or wherever does anyone ever think to go find through whatever channels the creator of the meme and try to shame them and dox them dox folks means to Docs means to release the private information about someone, i.e. name, address, where it's they... It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. And, you know, it, it's not something that people do. People laugh, they, they either roll their eyes, they laugh, they enjoy it, they share it with a friend, and then they move on. CNN found who this person was on Reddit. Their parent company, Time Warner, allowed them access to do that. And this person had to give, like, a coerced North Korea apology. Now, the problem was that the person that released it from K-File, Andrew Kaczynski, um, I guess he submitted a blurb, and then CNN higher-ups added at the end of it, uh, we reserve the right to release the information or to dox this person if he puts up any more inflammatory posts. So everything was fine as far as, oh, we found the person, he apologized, he won't do it again, our feelings were hurt, but he... He came, he, he was true to his word. That was all like, okay, you guys are pussies, but okay, whatever. The last line <coughs> that was added was, we reserve the right to release this information if he goes back to his old ways. So at that point, you've now gone into coercion, blackmail territory, which according to Ted Cruz and a couple other actual attorneys, you violated three clauses within the actual law for blackmail. So CNN has been getting pummeled mercilessly uh, the last couple days. And on 4th of July, no less, is when this doxing, this threatened doxing happened. None of their stories are checking out. This is on the heels of the... They just can't. They really can't get out of their own way. Can't they, they can't. And I just saw a Zero Hedge article um, that their ratings are, just got beaten by a rerun of Yogi Bear. Oh, horrible. Oh, yeah, they've completely plummeted. Yeah, they're plummeting. They're down like 30% in a couple weeks. And, and they, you know what's great is InfoWars is completely going for the knockout punch. They, they have are. a $200,000 campaign. It's up to two hundred now? 
Oh yeah, he's totally expanded it to two hundred grand wow. that he's paying out to people to come up with the best memes. It's amazing. Oh, they're, so they're all over the place. I mean, my my oldest and my wife today were watching like for an hour nonstop Trump memes, and they're fantastic. And yeah, and really great. there's one where you know Trump is Moses in the Ten Commandments, and he's taking questions from the audience. It's the Jim Acosta question. You're fake news, and he throws the Ten Commandments on something. And there's a fucking explosion. It's awesome. Um, there's so many great memes so far. So, you know, this is called the Streisand effect. It's when Barbara Streisand a couple years ago did not like people taking aerial shots of her house. So she went public and said, this has to stop. You have to stop the practice of taking pictures of my house. When in actuality, the person was just trying to survey, uh, crop damage from like a forest fire or something like that. And she got offended. She asked for a cease and desist. And what ended up happening well, people. Oh, you don't do that on the internet. No, you don't. You don't feed the trolls because ever since then, you get more of the behavior you're trying to snuff out whenever you try to um, censor it, and that's exactly what happens with the internet. And say what you will about people that make memes. There's always spelling errors. The facts are right thirty percent of the time. But you know what? It's something that people do. It's an internet specific thing that tech savvy people do. It's funny. We all laugh at them. Um, and it's, it's July, which means a lot of teenagers are back from college or back from high school. You know, they're, it's summer break. And what the worst thing you can do to give a, you know, a, a most likely a boy teenager in between whack off sessions is a chance to make a funny thing on the computer. So CNN just picked the worst possible time, the worst day of July 4th to launch this kind of attack on, uh, privacy um, and they're getting their just desserts. It's really, it's amusing, and it's only going to get worse. Uh, the Project Veritas tapes were out last week. They're out again this week. There's another one dropping tomorrow. Um, you had Chris Cuomo being made fun of the other day by his own producer. Um, they just want him to shut his mouth whenever he's talking. So there's dissension, which I'm sure there's any network, but it's funny because CNN pretends that they're impartial, right? So like MSNBC, they pretty much admit they're, they're a liberal leaning. We know that. Fox, we admit, they almost admit, they dropped fair and balanced. They basically throw in, I don't like it, I wish they would all be down the middle, but there wouldn't be as many networks if they were all down the middle, because you can't differentiate yourself. So CNN's like, well, no, we're impartial, no, no, well, no, you dickheads, 93% of what you do is against Trump, so you can't, you can't tell me that, and 90% of journalists in the press corps are all, are, are 90% of them are Democrats, and this is how, always how it's been for the last 30 years, and... For them to deny it otherwise is just, it's complete bullshit. Jim Acosta started going off on the Poland rally today where Trump was given a, like, hero's welcome better than Saudi Arabia. And I actually like Poland. I can't stand Saudi Arabia. Uh, Polish people were on fire for Trump today. It was amazing to watch the video. Of course, the media, the mainstream media goes and says that the crowds were bust in uh, by the Trump campaign. no. Much like with a World Series rally, buses help get people who don't have access to cars or transportation to a location that's going to be very well attended. Um, and that's exactly the case in Poland today where he spoke. I think he spoke in Warsaw. Uh, he actually spoke against Russia. So any the Russia collusion thing, I mean, that is a dead horse, uh, or at least it's stage four on its deathbed, comatose, whatever. But the Russia collusion narrative is on its deathbed. And uh, he said so many anti-Russia things today. 
Uh, he's going to meet Putin likely tomorrow. And I think Putin's going to set him straight on Syria. And I think Trump will come around. Uh, but again, Russia collusion stuff out the window. Poland loved him. They loved the nationalism spirit of him. And it was just, it was a great, great week for Trump. Horrible, horrible week for the media. And I'm going to stop for air. <laughs> yeah, horrible is, is an understatement for CNN. Uh, I like going back, my favorite hashtag is CNN is LOL. Yep. CNN is ISIS, CNN is LOL, CNN blackmail. Um, I, I, I've been I've been keyboard warrioring Brian Stelter all week. Do you know who Brian Stelter is? Oh, he's one of the he's one of the worst cucks that's. Oh my there. god, he's the guy that like he wears that. I forget the thing that the the, the husbands wear when their baby's little. They wear it around their sh their chest so the baby's like bouncing, and like he's the guy that like probably lives and sleeps in that shit. Um, he, there's a picture of him on the keyboard, like putting on an article while wearing one of those baby vests. I forget the name of it. I've been so removed from the game, but, uh, I think I wore it once with my kids, but, um, total cuck. He looks like George Costanza without the glasses. He does. That's you, what he looks like. And you and he just gets very, he's very, he's like Hold the, on. Can, you, can we start with again? You know, it was really sad. Is you know one of the the great things that that I like to see every day. We talk about this is that one of the great things about Trump is that the absolute daily meltdown from like the lefty elitists out of Hollywood. Oh right? yeah. So you know nonstop from all of them, and you know, and I, it's kind of sad for some of them because I enjoy their stuff, and I've never been one to go, well, you're a complete asshole in real life, so I'm not going to watch your stuff. Like right. A lot of people feel about like say Tom Cruise. Yep. Yeah, you, you and I don't like that. We're not the boycott types, right? Yeah, no, I hate that. I actually, I hate that. I, I absolutely hate it. But and I rail against that. But uh, what I was really disappointed one of the people, one person that I saw that has recently come out uh, as against, you know, fucking moral outrage against Trump was George Costanza. Did he really? Yes, and I was like, "Oh, come on, real George Costanza would love Trump in real, in, you know, on the show." I know, I know. You know, and it's all, you know, and I have this like, you know, because he's like been in other stuff, but he's obviously known as George and will always be forever. Yeah. People like me who love that show, and so it kind of, I'm gonna be honest, it kind of damaged my uh, my view of George a little bit. It did, and it's so is Elaine. Julia Elena Dreyfus is also. Oh, wait, I just assume if you're in Hollywood, you're a big lib. Seinfeld has stayed away from politics. He won't do comedians. He won't do campuses anymore. Yeah, because but you know why? You know, those guys won't because I think the majority of them are really, really far left. Like, you know, he, he right, he won't get or say around politics, but he totally defended that crazy loon. Uh, what's her name? Kathy Griffin. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, unfortunately. Oh, in, in, in other news, uh, Kathy Griffin absolutely over the weekend visited uh, by the uh, Secret Service. You bet she got the Ted Nugent treatment now, didn't she? Oh, fantastic. Oh, uh, it's just. But you know what? They act like that's like the first time it's ever happened. This is what happens if you open your mouth and threaten violence, which is kind of my jump off point, and I'm sure it is with you too. It's words are words. But acts of violence or threats or calls to action to hurt someone is the jump-off point. So if you do it, you're it's evil. But if you if you can goof around and say, I want to, oh, someone needs to bitch-slap him, or I want to punch him in the face, like 20 different actors have said about Trump, 
you know, I I I don't get all worked up about it because I know yeah, that. Yeah, like that guy needs his ass de-assed. Right. What? <laughs> Wait what? Wait a minute. What? That was a twist. Anyways, go ahead, Ross. So, um, so no, I just so Brian Stelter, who's who's basically the hall monitor of like politics, the CNN hall monitor. Um, he because right when that when that tweet went out from Trump, I can just picture lisping Brian Stelter, just being, and, and it's really close to how he sounds, where he's like. Do we know where this meme came from? Who did this? Do we know where he found it? Where did he find it? Who, who did this? Who did this? And, and no one... Again, when my friends will share something from Occupy Dems, I'll roll my eyes and be like, ugh, I disagree, or something like that. I don't go on a mission to find out who made it and then look at their Twitter feed or their Facebook posts and then make a connection so that I can vilify the website that published it and try to bring them down. Like, that that's no, not how normal people work. associated with them should never be... That person should never have friends and have to be made to wear a scarlet letter and be walking around in our society. Right, right. Like, oh my God. Well, so here's the, here's the problem, though. Uh, uh, I said this... You know, we said this to... Everyone was saying this to each other. Watch... CNN's going to try to make this racial or anti-Semitic. And sure enough, within 24 hours, they were saying, person who created this meme uh, had links to uh, anti-Semitic remarks and had used the N-word in some of his Reddit posts before. Okay, well, if we did one of those type of uh, due diligence searches on everyone that created an internet meme, are you kidding me? Like, who does that? I'm sure... Someone that shared something on my Facebook feed that is a well-meaning Democrat shared something that was created by someone who at some point in their life said the N-word or called someone a Jew because they did something cheap or made an anti-Muslim remark. You can't say the N-word and then say Jew. If the N-word, then you have to say the J-word, too. The Well, Jew's not a, Jew's not a bad word. To a, to a Jew that's been yelled at by a Nazi, it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, but, you, but you see what I'm getting at. Like, no one, you don't do like a, um, you don't do a background check on people that share things on the internet. Unless the person is a voice for violence and calls to action of violence. Like, there's just like simple rules of the game. And CNN doesn't get it because they're they're just they're five steps behind everyone else, and they just don't get it. And it's funny as hell. And I kind of want to ride this out. I want to see where it goes. Where like where do you see this going with CNN? Um, I think that they're going to go out of business. Do you now? Well, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's no. Let me take it back because you know. Uh, okay, I, I don't think they're going to go out of business because they are a global network. So, you know, uh, that is what it is. I do think that they could, you know, essentially shut down a lot of operations here in the U.S. Oh, they'll definitely shut our operations. Yeah, because you have to, you, you know, listen, it's like anything. You have to be, be accountable, and, and we hope. That's what the problem with America anymore is that fucking no one's accountable for anything. That's right. like a big problem. That's what they're teaching on the left is no one has to be accountable. Fucking everything. It's all fair, right? What's fair? Uh, 
but you know they, you, you have to be accountable and, and these people they've been pushing this this narrative i mean they're they're essentially they turn into benedict arnold's like you guys aren't even for america you guys hate america the way that it is um and, it, and it's like you turn into benedict arnold's and it's like even the people on the left like you know they started getting turned when they saw you know kathy griffin cutting off heads and people agreeing with it right and even they were like "Ooh, this is too far for us um you know, and then they turned it into the, the, the Russian thing. Well, fuck, man. Like, you see, have you seen what you just said, Ross, that meme where it's like, Jesus, and you guys found this kid that made this me this Trump meme in six days, and fucking you can't even find any actual evidence of the thing you've been reporting on almost all day, every day for six months. Right. At all. Like, right. think of how crazy that is. Like, even smart people start to think, like, that's crazy. Even you today, I had to beat it out of you, but there was something in your head that went, you know what? That is a little crazy what we're doing supporting this fucking organization, their lack of doing anything Mm -hmm. to rectify the situation Mm -hmm. that we're supporting undeniably with our dollars, like real money. Do you think people inside of CNN, uh, it's it's easy to say like, so I work for Big Pharma. When there's a Big Pharma scandal, it weighs on the people that work there. I, you know, did I do anything wrong? No. But did someone else in the company? Yes. Do we all get to have the incoming heat from analysts in Wall Street? Yes. Do you think CNN people are saying, I I don't like the climate here either, but I like the paycheck. I'm going to ride this out. Yes, I think there's, in any organization, you're going to get that, right? But I think it's different, like, especially in the analogy you brought up your organization. I think the people, especially recently, they have been hired at a place like CNN, right? This is, let's use it, you know, not just CNN, but let's, let's drag in ESPN and this as an example, right? Because they have had a purge. ESPN is, is what I'm looking at as the model uh, that happened in CNN, right? Where you're going to see a huge, massive layoff of personalities and personnel from their U.S. operations <laughs> because the numbers just aren't there, right? And yep. in ESPN's case, people are just cutting the cord. Uh, and, it, and, and for a lot of people, it was a millennial effect at first where I just don't want to pay for cable. I don't do it. So it's nothing against you, uh, ESPN, but if you're not online where I'm going, I'm not going to watch it. I'll do it somewhere else. Yep. Right? But then there ha- then there there came to be other people and a large majority of men and probably some women too, but a large majority of men that made up that demographic that were the ones left over that went, wait a minute, every every single thing, it's like the Democrats, like you guys are playing identity politics with everything. Yeah. Right? So every story that ESPN was doing had something to do with the gender or a gay guy or fucking you know, this person's horrible, or their politics, or, you know, remember uh, Sports Story, uh, the guy that they dox the owner, right? Because that's what happened. And so I'm just talking about what happened. And, you know, remember how vilified, dude, they, it was so vilified, that guy had to sell his NBA team, they forced him to sell He had to sell his NBA, that's right. In America, bro, in America. And this was, right, and this is, this is a sports story. So there were a bunch of people, a large majority of people, and this is when the problem really happened, that dropped their their uh, their ESPN because of the politics that they were injecting into it. That's you know? very true. And, and I think that, and I think that that's what's happening is that they've, the left has played identity politics and they've divided so much that even subconsciously, I think there are people on the left that just can't take it anymore. Yep. 
So, okay, so CNN might be a microcosm for old media, old legacy media, whether sports, economics, politics, finance, where enough is enough. People are finding faster resources on the Internet. You and I go to Zero Hedge. We will go to Drudge Report. We will go to InfoWars. We will go to some of the top Twitter civilian citizen journalists out there. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and I'm seeing the Red Sox game in the lower right corner. So I no longer I, need my, ESPN. My news sources that I get my news at, like obviously the ones that you just said, but I have you know probably five to ten other news sources that I get stuff from that your average Joe or Jane would go, what the fuck is that? I swear. The, well, that's, that's the other that's thing. And by the way, I meant to ask you, vote. do you have a Zero Hedge account? I, I subscribe to them on Facebook and read them on the web. I don't have an account. Okay, because I was looking through the comments and someone named Stephen Hopkins was leaving comments. I was wondering if you had a zero hedge handle. Oh, on Facebook? Because I, I do comment, in, uh, I comment on a lot of those pages that I follow. Yeah. No, I actually went to the zero hedge site and I saw, as I'm reading comments, I saw Stephen Hopkins. I'm like, holy shit. Zero hedge, for people that don't know, zero hedge is like, they're like your Ross and Jamie in a news, right? So they're going to give you the story and what's kind of break it down for you, but then they're going to inject like all the nerdy stats into it and all the yep. research and data, which yep. I love. I love great. it. Love it. And a lot of yeah, people. Well, you know, that's why you love zero hedge. Yeah, Zero Hedge is awesome. So they cuz they're libertarian. They yes, they're pro Trump, but if Trump makes a mistake, they're like, here's why what Trump said was really stupid. Uh which is great. I like that cuz it's a good it's a good level check for me. If if he says something about devaluing a currency of another country or doing XYZ with a with a trade tariff, and at first it sounds great because he's saying it and you think it sounds awesome, but then you start scratching your head. You go on Zero Hedge and, oh, before you even know it, they've written an article, they have stats and data why it's a stupid idea. And I'm like, holy shit, they just corrected and turned me against Trump on this one. Okay, I'm now more balanced because of it, and I can go have that discussion. That's Zero Hedge. You're not going to get that from the Wall Street, Economist, Financial Times, all those cheerleader outfits where they just want the market to keep going up forever. And if it's if it looks like it's slowing, pretend that it's still going up because if they're in a bubble then their stockbroker friends are also making money on, on buys. Like, it's all part of the game. Right? So, like, Zero Hedge, right? We love that name. We need a, we need a zero, head, zero Hedge type name, like the Republic News. Yeah, that could work. The Republic Hand. Liberty Now. Yeah. The Liberty Project. I, I, we, um, so, as you may know or may not know, Steve and I are looking to expand this beyond just doing podcasts that we share on Facebook. We now have a Twitter account, uh, which Twitter name, give it to people. Twitter name is sports ball P O L poll. So, uh, sports ball poll, uh, S P O R T S, not Z B A L L P O L. <laughs> we're not Z guys. No, no that, that would be too corny. Um, and right now, like we got to get the logo before we start. Like right now we're just shit. We're shit posting and, and trolling, but I want something where we can we can share news with insights, and eventually we're gonna have the website up. We're gonna have blurb. We're gonna have blogs. All sorts of fun stuff coming, which we're actually after this call we're gonna get moving on. Um, now that a fire has been lit, um, so that's just more of an aside, throwing the name out there. So more more to follow on that. But um, so where were we? But well, you know, it's just CNN is it's the old media. It's dying. We're watching it die before us. And it's and you, Steve. You and I were talking before we got on this call, uh, or we started taping about the the old media is crashing and burning. 
Like the the old buildings are falling, and from the ashes will be reborn journalism and news reporting. And we're not that, but we are observers of the process. Opinion, you know, maybe does does the rebirth mean citizen journalism, where if you didn't go through these the smug journalism school that CNN says you have to be from in order to break news. Um, well, you guys failed. CNN failed, MSNBC, Fox News failed because if you show a bias towards a certain party consistently, you lose credibility of being an unbiased source. And journalism today has failed. Journalism since the 1980s has failed. And that's why you have new outfits coming up where it's done on the internet. Um, I don't like Young Turks, but they're on YouTube. They have their own progressive vid- videos and vision that they have. They're, they're a lot more capable than like a, a slow-moving lummox like CNN. Um, but that's, that's where the future is going. The future is not cable news anymore. It was 20 years ago. It's not anymore. We've been through this on a couple of other podcasts before. But, um, you know, this, the, the, when the, the phoenix rises, when MSM falls, and I think Fox will fall too, or at least they're going to go to the middle and just have ratings – one-fifth of where they used to be. There's going to be a lot of new networks sprouting up, which means not one network will have the same dominance that Fox did over the past 17 years. Uh, CNN is dead. There'll be a small outfit. Um, Think of a company that's just divested from other countries and just exists in Wisconsin. Like That's what CNN's going to be, except they'll exist out of New York City. Maybe they'll have a D.C. bureau, but they're going to be so... I mean, well, Atlanta is their headquarters, but, you know, they're just, they're going to really downsize where they become just this, they might, they, you know, remember Newsweek stopped publishing actual physical print? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, now they're just like a website that shares stories. Um, New York Times, people are walking out every single day of New York Times because they're failing media enterprises. They're old media. People aren't buying newspapers anymore. They're not reading magazines anymore. They're not looking to New York Times to break hot news stories because chances are John Q. Civilian Citizen Journalist has already posted it 12 hours earlier. We, right. we saw something today where Jack Posobiec reported that uh, NSA advisor McMaster's, uh, one of his right-hand people that was pro-Trump has been forced out. He reported that yesterday. And then you see a bunch of BuzzFeed dickheads this afternoon patting each other on the back saying, great job breaking that story, so-and-so. And then this guy gets a hold of He's like, dude, I broke that story 24 hours ago. Give me credit. And they're like, well, you didn't source it the way we would have done that in journalism school. And it's like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, it's, well, it's part of that elitist, like, you know, another one I, I, I want to rail on and I'll touch on is, you know, I, I, I can't stand when I hear people, you know, when Trump's tweeting out and all that, and people are all enraged. This, you know, he needs to be more presidential. I'm thinking, like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yep. Like, what? Think about that. Like, what? You want him to be uh, more polished as what? Presidential as what? He's, he's droning fucking kids over in uh, in Syria uh, or, or in Iraq or in Afghanistan. Like, 
what does he need to look better as he's doing that? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, let's get real. Like, just cut it out with all your. Well, does he does? Oh, what does he does he need to lie to get us into a big ground war? Is that more president? What about does he need to stick a, a cigar in someone's vagina that's not his wife? Yeah, exactly. In the Oval Office, is that more presidential? Right? Yeah. Like that's what you want him back in with his wife, right? Who defended him? Right. Oh, oh how about this? How about this? How about this? Fake outrage. How about this? What if he goes on eight types of drugs so that he's loopy all day long, like JFK, just to keep his stamina up? Uh, oh, what if um, every time Melania's away? Trump is running around naked in the White House pool with a bunch of interns and pages and assistants. Would that be okay? Would that be presidential? But you know, I was no. That was JFK. That was JFK. Um, oh, I know. I know. It wasn't. You know. Oh, hey. How about how about the day uh, after his inauguration? I'm sorry. The day of his inauguration. That night, he had a huge white. He opened the White House to Americans who came in and threw the biggest freaking. Uh, you know, college rager you've ever seen, and you know who that was? Who? Who does Who does Donald Trump? Who has he already said that he he's labeling his presidency after him? Reagan. No, Andrew Jackson. Oh, really? Yes, Andrew Jackson was crazy. Was he really? Oh yeah, you and, and and that's why it's like he uh he he it got so rowdy at that party that he had to uh he had to escape out of a window. As the story goes, did he really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you know, see, his stories like that, dude. That guy was so badass, and he had such a temper that he challenged like twenty two people to duels in his life. Yep. Uh, yeah. Including, I forget the guy's name, that he was like one of the best marksmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that there was uh, still around. Remember, he was still the seventh. He was the seventh president, so it wasn't too far after our uh, uh, after our revolution. Right, right. And he was challenging one of the best uh, marksmen to a duel, and he even then, when they got there, he fucking looked at the guy in the face and he goes, "You can take the first shot." And everybody went, "Oh, no, 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 no!" Right, and there was the crowd took their steps and they turned and spun and looked at each other like men and that one guy pulled and he aimed and he shot Jackson hit him right in the fucking chest and he looked at the guy and he like bloodied him but he would like miss like five inches from his heart he then looks and he goes my turn and he took one shot shot the guy dead through the heart did he really game oh yeah dude andrew jackson is unbelievable he was like the clint eastwood of real life and that's what i'm saying like people just don't have a real appreciation of civics and history when andrew jackson died okay when andrew jackson died he had two bullets that they pulled out of his body that they couldn't when he was living really yes you wow! A grizzled ass motherfucker. <laughs> that is a grizzled ass motherfucker. Donald Trump is being presidential. That dude's telling with his Twitter account, he's going, "Shut up, everyone! You want to fuck with me? I'll tell you. I'll block you on Twitter. I'll I'll call you fake news, right? Like, yep. It's it's the best. It's the best. Oh, it's I'm enjoying this guy. I'm enjoying him. every day because I never know what's gonna. I, no one else knows what's gonna come next. And a lot of other people are like, oh, take his Twitter account. And yeah, we've all probably waffled. But you know what? It's unfiltered that way. And the news... I love that. I haven't waffled at all. I think it's unbelievable. I think it's great. I I think think I've come around to thinking it's great. Um, And if if you're talking about... Here's the thing. 
here's a little secret. Um, when he's tweeting something that's very um, divisive, chances are he's passing a really fucking cool legislation like Kate's Law. Or his right. his, his well, ban right. his know, ban is being know, upheld. The thing is too is that like you know, and I'm this way is that he's very nationalistic, and I think that being nationalistic, like it's the new, th- it's crazy, like it's crazy to think that, but it's like people really respond to that, you know, like they're he's you know what Trump is doing is he's really kind of tapping back into this old fervor that we had, you know, back, uh, you know, when we were, you know, you know, you know, what was it, cutting the ties that binds us and. You know, and, and starting a whole new system, and I think that he's he's reminding us of that, and how how you know uh, beautiful that was, and, yeah. And what a you know how we have to remind ourselves, like, dude, capitalism is an unbelievable thing. It is it is undeniably brought people from China and all these countries on continents all over the planet, and brought them out of poverty, and it brought them to a standard of living and health that is what you would think that any human being that should should have, right? And so why shouldn't any of those people have it? And I think we all want them to. But it's like there is no other system that's been created that has done for people what capitalism undeniably has done. Yep. Right? Yep. But with, uh, with capitalism, like anything else, you are going to have a disparity. You are going to have a rich and poor. Right? It's, it's, it's part of the natural order of things. And yeah. that's why it's so important to have a part of that, have the free market systems, right? And, and, and mobility, because it's social mobility and literally mobility and, and, you know, with the roads and transportation to let people get around and, you know, the merchants of old, right? So you could be uh, uh, born a peasant and in America you can fucking end up like Donald Trump, president yep. of the United fucking States, free world, right? Yep. Only yep. in America, baby. And it's like, who doesn't want that? For the people that don't want to, fuck off. Get out of here. Yep. Go back to England, you fucking red coat, red coat Tories. <laughs> oh, man. But no, you're, you're right, though. So, you know, what is presidential? It's just a dopey, it's a dopey platitude of like, you have this. You hold up you this standard. I'm sorry. You know what it is? It, it, it's, it's an elitist way. It's kind of, we've talked about this a couple of times. It's a, one of these, it's these smug people's elitist way of saying, I'm better than you. Like, this is the way that you should be acting. Right? Yep. Like, who's saying it over at CNN? Acosta? Yeah. I'm going, oh, dude, I could see Acosta at, like, some private boys school when he was, like, you know, 15 or 16, just being the biggest fucking cock that you wanted to punch yep. in the face, right? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, it, it's it's and, the print just being like guys i'm gonna tell on you like right yeah, you don't look in the girls room and it's like shut up jim you fucking loser i i you, uh, and you picture you picture like during the white house like the president like i do it you picture their buddies die every day laughing about that loser. oh they, they and you picture brian stelter um probably has those like cone-like bitch tits like the floppy, the floppy male male breasts, um, oh, totally. that he like he like flicks at the end of each day. He's like another day in the books. He's like fl- flicking his nipples and his friggin' <laughs> his friggin' pecs are gyrating like you know gelatinous poop emojis, and uh, that's a disgusting visual. But uh, but he's the yeah. guy that's like teacher teacher. Yeah, yes yes Brian, uh, you never gave that's us the Brian. quiz. Can I give you more homework? Yeah! Like, shut up, I hate you. Shut up, you dickhead. We're trying to get out of class without homework. You didn't assign us. We are supposed to do the end of chapter seven. 
Can we have that quiz you were promising oh, us? Oh, you promised we were going to have that quiz by the end of the week. And everyone in class is like, oh, Ryan, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Fucking loser. So like, all those people, all those people go through journalism school. Like, it, like it's this hoity-toity cool kid we get to school shut up you know what journalism is get your ass out there and fucking get a story and write it down well that's the thing you you watch what mike cernovich is you know they'll say oh big scoop coming they'll break it on twitter it'll hit the mainstream media (laughs) three days later and it's like well why would i need the mainstream media if i have a citizen journalist telling me the news three days before it happens and and that's the part that like you can tell the left is not and even establishment right, they're just very slow on the uptake. If it doesn't come through their traditional news filter, it can't be real news. It's if it's not coming on if Fox News or Wall Street Journal or MSNBC or CNN or New York Times or Washington Compost, if they're not reporting it, it can't be true. They just don't even trust it anymore. Yeah, it's horrible. So. Um, all right, so right now we are at the ninety-minute mark. Well, I want to stop there because um, I have some homework on my end about our behind-the-scenes stuff that I want to get cracking on. So, um, all right. Well, until next time, end it now, and and now we can uh, talk about the stuff you're gonna do and what's coming. All right, so we'll likely tape and release on Sunday. I'll release this tomorrow because everyone's probably in bed right now. But um, yeah. So that's that's our episode for tonight. But thank you for no, no, you gotta release it. You gotta release it like super early in the morning, so I can like send it to that guy, and you can listen to it on his way in. Yeah. Well, let me. I'll try to release it by like eight, eight thirty. Six. Six. Ugh. Come on, Ross. All right. I'll.